Hello and welcome to the good old days of radio show. It's our second week of Christmas, even though I guess technically it's the first week of Christmas, but it's the second week of Christmas that we're doing. This is John Tefteller, your host, and we are going to do a little bit something different today. Instead of playing an entire Bing Crosby radio show, which because of the nature of Bing and all the songs he does might put you all to sleep, uh, <laughs> we're going to only feature a portion of a Bing Crosby show, which features Jimmy Stewart uh, going Christmas shopping, and it's a particularly interesting thing, and it actually continued over several weeks, so we're going to continue it over several weeks, and you'll hear another part of it uh, next week. When we finish up with Bing and Jimmy Stewart today, we have a full episode of The Jack Benny Show from 1947 in which Jack Benny goes Christmas shopping. Jack Benny has proven to be very popular here on the good old days of radio show. Um, he gets some of the highest ratings, even now, after all these years. So that's good, and we get to feature more Jack Benny shows because of it, so we will, as long as you, you keep listening and keep telling us you like Jack Benny shows. I guess there's plenty of them to go around, so we'll have more. All right, so we're starting with Bing Crosby, special guest Jimmy Stewart, November 14th, 1951. Ah, but now I see a tall, slender, amiable chap ankling our way, that fine fellow, splendid actor, Jimmy Stewart. Thank you, Bing. Oh, Jimmy, it's nice to see you. You know, this is the first time I've had a chance to talk to you since you became a father. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a pretty easy time with Bing. I, I was out of the hospital in seven days. I suppose the doctor warned you about lifting things. Yes, yes. I, I still take it easy on the stairs. I, but only six months, you know. <laughs> Must have been a big jolt, huh, Jim? A confirmed bachelor like you having twins right off the bat? Well, I thought Gloria would be angry, but she doesn't seem to mind at all. <laughs> Her wives are very understanding. I'd like to see you, though, Jim. When you got the news that you were the father of twins, I'll bet you really went wild, huh? I sure did. What did you say? Golly. <laughs> you had twins? All you said was golly? I said it twice. <laughs> Man, you really blew your top. Let's see, now, you and Gloria had twin girls, didn't you? That's right, Bing, twin girls. And first thing I know, they'll start growing up, and then they'll go to school, and they'll graduate, and they'll start going out on dates and getting married and settle down and have children of their own. By golly, I don't like it. You don't... <laughs> you don't like what? Well, being a grandfather at my age. <laughs> Wait a minute. Time flies, but not that fast. I bet you really have a time with those kids, though, don't you? Do you help Gloria take care of them? Do you bathe them and... Change them and such? No, Bing, I'm not much help in that department. I'm just not built that way. I... Don't you even feed them? Mm, yeah, same answer. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> when... Now, when it comes to mixing a formula, I'm a flop. I... You can't... You can't mix a formula. Why don't you run over to Chasen's? Let Dave Chasen stir up a formula for you. No, no, no. Gloria has much better recipe for pablum than Chasen. He'll <laughs> <laughs> think of something. Jimmy, you're in for the biggest thrill of your life. You know something? It won't be long now till you'll be spending your first Christmas with your kids. Yeah, I gotta fatten up something. I'm gonna play Santa Claus. Huh? <laughs> I don't think you'll ever make it with a knife and fork, Jim. <laughs> you'll have to use pillows for stuffing like the rest of us. Yeah, uh, Bing, speaking of Christmas... <laughs> uh... <laughs> 
I don't need many pillows either. <laughs> Speaking of Christmas, that's why I came down to see you. What do you mean? Well, I want to buy Gloria a present, mm-hmm. and uh, I, well, I, I thought I might get her something intimate. Oh, well, Jimmy, that's a little out of my line. I don't know anything about... Well, Bing, I always looked upon you as a man of the world, and I uh, thought you might take me shopping. I, I think wives like to get dainty presents, you know, something uh, lacy and sheer. <laughs> of all people, you. Will, you. will you help me, Bing? I certainly will, and I know just the place to go. Where? Where? Over at, over at Orbach's. I saw the flimsiest... <laughs> Get a laugh with Orbach's. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the flimsiest, sheerest, laciest handkerchiefs there, and I'll take you over right now. Oh, well, Bing, I'm man enough to walk into a store and buy handkerchiefs alone. <laughs> well, Jimmy, you can't buy anything lacier or sheerer or more attractive than these handkerchiefs I saw. Oh, yes, you can. <laughs> this boy's been looking at the ads in Harper's Bazaar. That's right, I have. Well, then yeah. out with it. What do you want to buy, Gloria? Well, I don't know what you call them, but I'll know them when we see them. This here is real top secret. Okay, Jimmy, I know a very nice lady shop. It's right here on Vine Street. Oh? We can run right over now. Oh, now? Well, don't you have to work, Bing? Oh, this beats working, Jim. Come on, let's go. Bing, I don't, I've been thinking this over. Maybe, uh, maybe I'd better get Gloria some kitchenware. No, no, you've, you've got a great idea. Jim, stick with it. Here's the shop right here. Fifi's Fluorescent Flimsies. <laughs> limited, very limited. Let's go in. Oh, she's just looking in the window's frightening. I'm scared. Let's, let's walk around the block again. Think this over, huh? We walk by here once more, they'll think we're picketing the joint. Come on, Jim. <laughs> Gentlemen, may I help you? Uh, uh, yeah, yes. Uh, may my friend and I have a glass of water? <laughs> oh, come on, speak up. But, uh, Bing, this is a girl. Well, who do you expect to wait on you, Baron Leone or something? <laughs> do you have any gloves, miss? Gloves, nothing. Show us some fluorescent flimsies. <laughs> Come on. Very well. Would you like to see something in a slip? Well, I'd like to see a slip, but I think it should be empty. I... <laughs> Here's a very nice imported slip. Are you sure you wouldn't like it modeled? No, no. My friend is very bashful. You just give it to me. I'll try it on. <laughs> well, let's... Oh, here we are. There we are. <clears throat> what do you think, Jim? Ah. I, I, I think it's terrific. It is beautiful, isn't it? Well, it's none of my business, but I don't think it does anything for you. <laughs> He's not buying it for me. I'm the technical advisor on this deal. Now, you see, miss, I'm trying to get a Christmas present from a wife. Oh, you're married. That goes for me, too. <laughs> Well, then perhaps your wife would like one of these marabou bed jackets. Gee, that is nice and fluffy, isn't it? Try that and on, Bang. <laughs> okay. 
Oh, these feathers tickle so, Jim. I'll put one more thing on, I'll get an offer from John Robert Powers here. Uh, here's a novelty this year, a fancy garters like the French can-can dancers wear. Oh, toss me a couple of those. I need some sleeve holders. Uh, and here's another new item this season. They're called waist cinchers. Oh, those are very good. They are? Yeah. They're little half corsets that give Madame a very slim waistline. No, no, that's not fancy enough. Well, then how about a negligee? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. How about some mules? Uh... <laughs> no, we got a dog and a cat. I don't think we can. Your wife would like a nice taffeta petticoat. Well, yeah, that might be. Oh, quick, quick, Bing! Right. Duck down behind the counter. What's the matter? What's oh, the matter? Quick, duck down here. What's wrong? Boy, that was a close one. What happened? Luella was looking in the window. <laughs> She'll never recognize me with all these fancy duds on. Yeah, no, but she's liable to think I have a date with Mae West. <laughs> oh, I don't look that good. If you gentlemen will get up off the floor, I'd like to show you something that I think would make a lovely gift. Well, what's that? This is a new perfume from Paris. It's called Goodnight Irene. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, that's fine. I'll take a pint of that. No, no, wait a minute. <laughs> if that's the stuff I think it is, don't even pull the cork, Jim. What's wrong, Bing? Why can't I buy some of this perfume? It's dynamite, Jim. That stuff's dynamite. One whiff of that, you'd go shopping alone. Mm -hmm. Well, I think I might take that time for the petticoat. Will you wrap it as a gift, please, miss? Oh, we can pick it up later, Jim. Let's get back to the broadcast, huh? Okay. Oh, just a minute, please. What's wrong? Will you please take off that slip, those garters, and that bed jacket? Oh. <laughs> Here you are, miss. I'm really very sorry. I forgot I had this stuff on. Help me off with this slip, will you, pal? Uh, get out the way you got in. <laughs> I'll make it myself then. Here you go. Goodbye, miss. Goodbye. Oh, and I'll thank you also to take off that waist cincher. Uh, that he came in with. <laughs> oh, pardon me. Well, I'll never come here again. Mm. Well, let's sound off for Chesterfield with me. As you kick off. Tobacco men have shown you before They'll show you again That Chesterfields are really best They're really best by mildness test They smell mild Chesterfield Then they smoke mild Chesterfield Milder, 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 milder Chesterfield That's right In planned research, precise and exact Scientists prove this important fact Chesterfield in every case Left oh unpleasant aftertaste Mildness plus No aftertaste Mildness plus No aftertaste No unpleasant aftertaste In Chesterfield That's right At the movie studios that rate Chesterfields are doing great They're tops with the stars in Hollywood If you don't smoke them You certainly should Sound off For Chesterfields Sound off For Chesterfields Try a pack of Chesterfields Do it Today Well you sold me man. <laughs> Ah. 
Okay, uh, no unpleasant aftertaste until you get cancer some years later. Um, Jimmy Stewart and Bing Crosby shilling for Chesterfield there and going out shopping for uh, dainties for Jimmy's wife. Okay, interesting stuff, good stuff. Up next, Jack Benny, a full episode, and more tobacco commercials. We're, <laughs> we're violating every rule the FCC ever had since the 70s, whenever they banned to uh, tobacco commercials from television. But anyway, we can do it here on the good old days of radio show, and we do it strictly for nostalgic purposes. I don't know anybody particularly nostalgic about smoking cigarettes, but I guess there's some out there that are. Uh, in any case, it's nostalgia in that it's old. It shows you how the tobacco companies used to uh, very convincingly convince a huge percentage of the population to ingest their little poisonous cancer sticks. And uh, it's, I guess, a historical thing. So we leave those commercials in. You can laugh at them. Hopefully you don't believe them, but you can certainly laugh at them or make fun of them. And uh, let your uh, kids and grandkids hear them to see what things were like way back when, when everyone was encouraged to smoke. Encouraged by doctors, by Bing, by Jimmy, by Jack by everybody. All right. Here's the Jack Benny Show, December 21st, 1947. Jack Benny is going Christmas shopping, and surely that means an appearance by the legendary shop clerk, Frank Nelson. So be ready for that, and have fun. The Jack Benny Program, presented by Lucky Strike. Quality of product is essential to continuing success. And Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. L-S-M-F-T. Yes, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. And in a cigarette, it's the tobacco that counts. Remember what happens at the tobacco auction? At market after market, independent tobacco experts can see the makers of Lucky Strike consistently select and buy that fine, that light, that naturally mild tobacco. Lucky Strike presents the man who knows. The Tobacco Warehouseman. Mr. Alexander Irvin, well-known tobacco warehouseman of Reedsville, North Carolina, said recently, For many seasons, I've seen the makers of Lucky Strike buy ripe, mellow tobacco. Fine tobacco you just can't beat for real smoking quality. I smoke Lucky's myself for 14 years. So for your own real, deep-down smoking enjoyment, remember... L-S-M-F-T. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. And Lucky Strike is the ideal gift on every Christmas list. So say Merry Christmas 200 times with a carton of 200 Lucky Strike cigarettes in their beautiful holiday wrapping. And for the specials on your list, a special handsome gift box of 500 Lucky Strike cigarettes. Each so round, so firm, so fully packed, so free and easy on the draw. <laughs> The Lucky Strike program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Dennis Day, and yours truly, Don Wilson. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, as you all know, there are only three more shopping days till Christmas. So let's pick up Jack and Rochester on their way down to do their last-minute Christmas shopping. Rochester, how far is it from my house to downtown? Uh, about seven miles, boss. Oh, fine. We ought to be there about noon. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing we started last night. <laughs> yeah. 
Gee, there sure is a lot of traffic this time of year, and I have so much to do. I better check over this list. Clark Gable, a half a dozen shirts. Barbara Stanwyck, one dozen initial handkerchiefs. Gary Cooper, two pair of silk pajamas. Claudette Colbert, lace negligee. Rochester, I hope we can deliver these things by tomorrow. Yeah, you promised them they'd have their laundry back before Christmas. <laughs> uh, we may have to work nights. Oh, well, let's not worry about that now. Donna will never get downtown at this rate. So slow riding behind the trolley. Do you want me to cast off and hook onto a bus? <laughs> No, I can't stand those fumes You know, Rochester Christmas is a lot different now than it was years ago I remember one Christmas Eve when I was a kid The ground was covered with snow And as I looked out the window In the distance, I could see someone dressed in red Suddenly there came a patter of hoofbeats And a knock on the door And the door flew open and the man said, The British are coming! <laughs> he did not. He said, Merry Christmas. It was Santa Claus. Then he came into the house and gave my cousin Cliff a sled, my sister Florence a doll, and Rochester, you'll never guess what Santa Claus gave me. What? A violin. <laughs> that sweet old man did that! <laughs> Rochester, don't be so... Uh oh there's the store. We better start looking for a place to park. Here's a place. Slow down while I see what it says on the sign. This parking lot reserved for the patrons of the Paddock Swimming Pool Company. One hour free parking with each $6,000 purchase. <laughs> Gee, it's a shame we have already have a swimming pool. Oh, look, here's another free parking lot. Let me see, this lot reserved for the patrons of Dr. Whiteside, the friendly dentist. One hour free parking with each tooth pull. <laughs> Rochester. I went last time, it's your turn now. <laughs> well, never mind. Let me out and you find a place to park the car. I gotta meet Miss Livingston. Okay. Gee, there's certainly a lot of people downtown today. Jack, oh, Jack. Oh, hello, Mary. Jack, I've been waiting for 15 minutes. Oh, I'm sorry. We got held up in traffic. Let's go in the store. Mary, you have my Christmas list, haven't you? Yes, here it is. What does it say? It says, uh, Dear Jackie boy, I couldn't meet you last night because a customer spilled a chocolate soda all over my uniform. So the I... The list is on the other side. <laughs> Give it to me. Wait a minute, Jack. Who's Josephine? Uh, the little blonde car hop at Simon's Drive-In. She used to work at the Glendale branch, but they promoted her to Beverly Hills. <laughs> Gee, I hope that chocolate soda incident doesn't send her back to Glendale. <laughs> you know, she's very pretty, Mary. The drive-in uses her pictures and, and all their newspaper ads. Oh, yes, I remember. She was Miss Cheeseburger of 1946. <laughs> Yeah, she'd have made it this year, too, but her mustard was on crooked. <laughs> Just goes to show you, fate, a little thing like that, huh? Let me see that list, Mary. Yeah. Gee, I still have to buy a present for my old girlfriend, Gladys Abisko. I don't know what to get her. Do you think she'd like a lipstick? I don't know. She got lips. <laughs> yeah, 
Yes, oh, stop being so catty. I know what, I'll just send her some flowers. Now, come on, before I do, uh, do any shopping, I want to open a charge account. There's the credit department over there. Now, uh, Mr. Benny, I think we have all the personal information we need. Now, would you tell us something about your financial qualifications? What are your assets? Well, I own my own home, my own car. I have three paid-up insurance policies. I have a radio program, and I own some stocks and bonds. I see. Now, what are your liabilities? My liabilities? The horn blows at midnight. <laughs> Mary. The horn blows at midnight. Oh, yes, that was a picture. Thank you. <laughs> now, Mr. Benny, in what bank do you keep your money? Uh, the Bank of America, California Bank, Security Trust Company, Farmers and Merchants Bank, Mercantile Trust Company, Security Savings Bank, First National Bank of New York, Pittsburgh Trust Company, National Bank of Commerce. Can I help you, young man? Help me? Yes, yes, you've been standing in front of this counter for ten minutes. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm confused. Well, that's understandable. You're confused because it's Christmas time, you've got the Christmas spirit, you're doing your Christmas shopping, and you're looking at so many different things. Well, that explains why I'm confused in December, but what about the other months? Well, I wouldn't know. I'm just standing behind this counter because in a moment of enthusiasm, I sold my pants. <laughs> oh, well, I'd like to get something for my parents. Oh, your mother and father, eh? Yeah, how did you know? <laughs> oh, I just figured it out. Gee whiz, I don't know what to get for my mother. You know, young man, looking at you, I can just picture your mother. You can? Yes, small, petite, gentle, a kindly smile for everyone, and spends most of the time sitting in a rocking chair knitting. That's my father. Now try and guess my mother. <laughs> oh, boy, she sure makes him toe the mark. You mean your father's afraid of your mother? Oh, everybody's afraid of my mother. When I was born, the stork left me a block away from the house. What? It's a good thing I knew the address. I wish I knew what to buy my mother for a Christmas present. Oh, I know. I'll get her one of these. What size is this one? 38. No, that'll be a little too small. What size is this one here? That's a 44. That's fine. Put some bullets in it and wrap it up. <laughs> yes, sir. Send it to Mrs. Patricia Day and put a card in it saying, with all my love, Dennis. Yes, sir. I'll do that immediately. First National Bank, Bank of Manhattan, Sacramento Savings and Trust, San Francisco Bank Exchange, and the Benny Trust Company of Waukegan. Well, well, you certainly keep your money in a lot of different places. Yes. He's also got a St. Bernard with a coin slot in the brandy barrel. That's in case I get lost, isn't it? Well, Mr. Benny, as far as your credit is concerned, that's all the information we need. Thank you. Now, come on, Mary, let's get my shopping started. Let me see that list again. There's Don, Rochester. I know what to get Dennis. He told me what he wants. And it's such a silly thing. What does he want? A bulletproof vest. <laughs> Say, Mary, what would be a good thing for a nine-year-old boy? I want to get something for little Stevie Kent. Stevie Kent? Isn't he the little boy who tackled you in the football game and sprained your ankle? Uh-huh. And you're buying him a present? Mary, it was an accident. He didn't mean to do it. Then why are you suing him? I'm not suing him. <laughs> I dropped the case after he paid the doctor bill. Now, come on, let's Mr. try to... Mr. Benny, Mr. Jack Benny, please report to 
the credit department. Oh, darn it, what do they want now? Uh, pardon me, miss. Would you mind waiting on me, please? Well, yes, sir. What can I do for you all? Well, honey, child. <laughs> you the same little gal waiting on me last year. You from Alabama, ain't you? I show I am. Are you all from the South? Am I all from the South? Honey, when I was born, a doctor held me up by my feet and slapped me with a candied yam. <laughs> well, corn my pole and mint my julep if it ain't little old Phil Harris. That's me, baby. They purchased Louisiana because I was in it. <laughs> I don't doubt it for a minute. Now, what would you like to buy? Well, uh, I don't know. How would y'all like to see something nice in lingerie? Now, honey, you know you shouldn't throw me a line like that. Uh, gee, Mr. Harris, you're so cute. Yeah, everybody notices it. You know, Mr. Harris, you're so much different than I pictured you to be. On the radio, you're such a braggart. You sound so conceited. That ain't nothing. Wait till I go on television. <laughs> Are you all gonna go on television? Honey, when a man is as good looking as I am, television ain't a luxury, it's a necessity. <laughs> now, let me see. Uh... <laughs> let me see. I'm wondering, honey, what I can get for my wife. Um, oh, I'll tell you what. Hey, give me one of them negligees there. Why, yes, sir. Shall I wrap it as a gift? Yeah, and fix the package up so she can't peek into it. Seal it over with some of that scotch and soda tape. <laughs> I'll have it wrapped up for you in two shakes of a possum's tail. Wait right here, Mr. Harris. <laughs> Mister, there was a call that I report back here to the credit department. Oh, yes, Mr. Benny. The store has checked your financial standing, and we're happy to say that the papers are all ready for the loan. Loan? I don't want to get a loan. No, we do. <laughs> oh. Well, how much Jack, you... come on. You came here to do your Christmas shopping. Oh, yes, yes. You better call me at home, mister. Uh, come on, Mary. I might as well buy the flowers for Gladys Abisco first. Okay. Hiya, Jack. Huh? Oh, hello. Long time no see. That's right. Come on, Mary. Jack, who was that? Oh, he's that racetrack tout who used to hang around Santa Anita. What a guy. Come on, let's get away from him, huh? Oh, wait a minute, Jack. I want to stop the lingerie counter. I like this shade, miss. I'll take this pair of two-thread hose. 
You're wrong, lady. This hose is three thread. Oh, no, it's two thread. I beg your pardon, but it's three thread. Listen, sister, don't argue with me. Not so long ago, I was standing right where you are. Let's <laughs> tell her, Mary. I don't know why I'm so fresh. She's making more money than I am. <laughs> Only during the holiday season. Anyway, Mary, you don't have to buy stockings. I was going to give you a pair for Christmas. I'll buy my own. I wore the stockings you gave me last year, and everybody thought I was a nurse. <laughs> How do I know the kind you want? Now, come with me while I get the flowers. Hello, Mr. Benny. I see the Yule time is catching up with you. Oh, hello, Mr. Kitzel. Hello, are you doing your Christmas shopping? <laughs> Look at this armload of bundles, the things I am buying. Now, what's in that long, thin package? This is a present I'm sending to my brother-in-law. It's a hacksaw. A hacksaw? If he gets it in time, he'll be home for Christmas. <laughs> Mr. Kitzel, your brother-in-law's a prisoner? No, he's the warden. Well, if he's the warden, why does he want a hacksaw? He was playing truth or consequences with the prisoners, and he lost. <laughs> oh. Say, Mr. Kitzel, what are you getting your wife for Christmas? I got it already here in this box. It's a beautiful fur coat. Well, uh, that's nice. What is it, a fox or sable? On the label, it's sable. In the box, it's fox. <laughs> well... Don't you know what you bought? I mean, didn't you ask the salesman? For $29, I should start an argument. <laughs> well, maybe you're right. She'll probably like it anyway. Well, goodbye, Mr. Kitzel. Merry Yule time, Mr. Benny. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Say, Mary, uh, while you're waiting for your stockings, I'm going over and pick out some flowers for Gladys. Gee, all these flowers are so beautiful. But I think I'll get these roses. Yeah, they're the nicest. Hey, Jack. Jack. Uh-huh? What you doing? I'm buying flowers. What kind? <laughs> I'm buying roses. Uh-uh. Uh, what? Take the carnations. <laughs> but look, I, I don't want carnations. I want roses. Come here a minute. Huh? Don't be a jake. The roses are a buck apiece. That's even money. I know. The same don't want carnations will get you six to one. <laughs> six to one? Don't take my weight for it. Here it is in the seed catalog. Look, Mr. I'll, uh, I'll show you. Now, let's see. Uh, poppies, gladiolas, chrysanthemums, poison ivy. Now, oh, that's been scratched. Uh, violets, daisies, roses. Yeah, here it is, roses. Blooms early, fades in the finish. 
Well, look, I don't care what it says. I'm still going to buy the roses. Okay. It's your money. I wish that guy would leave me alone. <laughs> oh, miss! Miss! Now, uh, let me see. I have my rifle, cartridges, my rod and reel and hooks. Yes, sir. Now, is there anything else you need? Oh, yes, yes, a tent. Very well. How about this one over here? Well, that looks good. Shall I have it delivered? No, just put sleeves on it. I'll wear it home. <laughs> oh, done, done. Well, hello, Jack. Hello. Doing your last-minute shopping? Yeah, I was just going over to the perfume counter to get a present for my sister, Florence. Well, Jack, before you go, I want to show you something I bought you in the toy department. I gave you something like this last year, but you broke it, remember? Oh, yeah, but Don, that was last year. I'm too old for toys But, now. Jack, this is so novel. Now, just look at it. A set of toy wooden soldiers. Now, that's not for me, believe me. Well, now, just watch what happens when I wind them up. Don, people are watching. Don, you can show it to me at home. Here it goes. <laughs> It's a round, it's a firm, it's a full big, full big pack. Better buy luckies, better buy luckies, lucky strikes the smoke for me. Better try luckies, better try luckies, then let's have a sanity. Better buy luckies, better buy luckies, lucky strikes the smoke for me. LSM, 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 I'll have to wind them up again. Never mind, Don. Forget it. It was nice of you to think of me anyway. I'll see you later. Jack. Jack, I've been looking for you. Oh, I'm sorry, Mary. I stopped to talk to Don Wilson. Oh, say, Mary, don't let me forget to buy something for Fred Allen. Fred Allen? Yeah. I don't know what to get him. He has nothing. <laughs> Oh, I'll buy something for my sister first. Uh, here's the perfume counter. Uh, pardon me, sir. I'd like to buy some perfume. Okay, mister. What kind of perfume would you like? <laughs> well, I don't know. What's popular right now? Well, here's something that's not too strong, yet leaves a trail of broken hearts. <laughs> Oh. It's called Avec Treje Tambuku My Cherie Trevin. What does that mean? I don't know. I didn't take French when I was at Harvard. <laughs> oh, well, anyway, I don't think I'd like that. What else have you got? Well, here's some other perfume called Essence of a Locker Room. <laughs> No, 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 I don't want... Say, here's a perfume that looks nice. How much is that? 68 cents a gallon. <laughs> 68 cents a gallon? What do you think, Mary? The same as you. The price is right. I didn't mean that. If you want something cheaper, here's some perfume for only 25 cents. 25 cents? What kind of a bottle does that come in? That don't come in no bottle. We keep it on tap. 
On tap. When I draw it fast, you ought to see the head on it. Well, never mind. I'll get something else. By the way, mister, how come they put a fellow like you behind the perfume counter? Oh, my regular job is in a delicatessen department slicing Limburger cheese. Limburger cheese? Yeah, once a month they send me here to neutralize me. Well, you must have just come up. Come on, Mary, let's go... Mary, uh, let's go to another counter and see... Oh, look! There's Rochester buying some cufflinks. Oh, yeah, I wonder who they're for. Let's sneak up behind them and listen. I think these are beautiful. They're very unusual. Yeah, but I don't think my boss would like them. They ain't his style. I see. What type of man is your boss? Well, he's medium tall, medium weight, and rather conservative. By, uh, by conservative, you mean he's parsimonious? Parsimonious? What's that? Frugal. What's frugal? Thrifty. You're headed in the right direction, but you've got a long way to go. If I had those couplings already, I'd fire them. Quiet. I want to hear this. Now, let's see. Maybe he'd like something else. Why don't you buy him a nice wallet? He ain't got no use for a wallet. Where does he keep his money? California Bank, Bank of America, Security First National Bank, and a Philco Deep Freeze. <laughs> A Philco deep freeze. Mr. Benny likes some of his money in cold cash. <laughs> Rochester. Oh, hello, boss. I didn't see you. I know you didn't, but if you're going to buy me a Christmas present, buy it. Don't discuss my personal affairs. Yes, sir. Now, come on, Mary. Let's go. Oh, say, Mary, there's one thing I still have to get. What's that? A present for Don Wilson. I can get it right over here at this counter. Oh, clerk. Yes, sir. I was, uh, thinking of getting... Say, some... your face looks familiar. Didn't I wait on you last year? Yes, yes, I believe you did. I was thinking of getting... Now I remember. You bought a pair of shoelaces, didn't you? <laughs> yes, yes, I did. Now, I was thinking of getting... You couldn't make up your mind whether to get plastic tips or metal tips. Uh, that's right, that's right. Uh, Jack, let's get out of here. Wait, Mary, I have to buy Don's present. Uh, mister, do you happen to have... I remember how you kept coming back. First you'd get plastic tips, then you'd change to metal tips. Plastic tips, metal tips. It was a hard decision to make, you see. Now, mister, tips, I'd like to metal get... Metal tips, plastic tips, metal tips. Jack, get out quick. Wait a minute. And you came back again, and again, and again, and again. Mister... All the other clerks went home, but I had to stay. Look, mister... But you're not going to do it to me this year. Jack. Plastic tips, metal tips, plastic tips, metal tips. Get out of here. Get out of here. But, mister... Plastic tips, metal tips, jingle all the way! Everybody else had fun, but here I have to say... Come on, Mary, let's go. Plastic tips, metal tips, jingle all the way! Ladies and gentlemen, since this is our Christmas show, we feel that it is fitting to close with a medley of Christmas carols sung by Dennis Day. 
This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. Okay, no chimes on that one. Um, and no Frank Nelson on that one. 
I misspoke. Frank Nelson is on just about all those Jack Benny shows during that time. Maybe he was sick that night, but anyway, um, they had Joe Kearns and Mel Blanc. Um, one joke that probably went over everyone's head, but I caught it because I know what it means. There was the line from Phil Harris um, when he said, seal it up with some of that scotch and soda tape. <laughs> scotch tape, of course, is scotch tape. But Scotch and Soda was a very popular song in 1947, and he's alluding to that. So for all of you who went, what does he mean, Scotch and Soda tape? That's what he meant. Okay. Um, all right. Good old days of radio show. We'll be back on Thursday with more Christmassy shows and back next Tuesday with even more. So tis the season, and we are celebrating here. Um, so Make sure you listen to all of them if you can, or some of them if you can't, or none of them. But then if you're listening to none of them, you didn't hear me say that, so never mind. All right. Until uh, Thursday, this is John Tefteller in the Good Old Days of Radio Show saying see you then. Mm-hmm.